five, four, three, two, one. You are listening to Flowing with Famous, the Fresno podcast that has me, Joshua Tiki, and Mike C of the Dorktown Network of Podcasts, as always. Mike, hello. Hello, Josh. How are how, you? How are I am okay. I beat you to it. You're good. I You're am okay. Okay. How are you? <laughs> I yeah, I am good. I am okay. Slightly better than okay, I guess. Right that right in Ooh. there. Right in that little meaty section. Okay. I mean, you know. Everything's uh, we live we live in the world of like our uh our uh noise floor for uh stress is higher than you know in the past couple yes. years. It's just like our stress level is like True. You know, just automatically I, worse yes. than it should be. Yes. I feel we're, like, we're okay. uh, so do you feel like you can take more stress now or that you are more easily stressed now? Do you feel mm. like, because I feel like for me now it's like, eh, I don't even care. Like whatever happens, it's just sort of like, well, there's another thing yeah. you got to deal with. Uh, <laughs> yeah, but kinda, I feel like. I'm kind of in that like some, zone. Yeah. Yeah. Well, uh, yeah. I, I like, think some, go ahead. Well, I just, I, I think some people go the other way where it's like anything that happens now is like, oh my God. But it's only because they're they're inundated, right? Like every day with you know whatever. I think so. yeah. I think the little, I think the little things aren't don't bother me as much. I guess okay. Like could, Good. because of kind of what you're saying is like we've gone through so much at, that like it's just like. It seems like child, childlike right. almost to like worry about the little things at this point. Cause right. it's just like that's priorities. That's like, that's the, you know, I've already gone through so much uh, that yeah. you when uh, something that would have like ruined my whole day in my twenties now is, is, isn't barely a blip on the screen, right. you know? Right. Right, right, right. But I do definitely. In your 20s, get, yesterday, yeah. last year, something that would have ruined my life in, <laughs> I guess, not two that years last ago year, now. You know, 2019 or 2018 yeah. or something, yeah. Is now like, eh, whatever. Whatever. That's cool. What are we going to do now? It's just, it's kind of like when you're like thinking back to your high school days or whatever and the things you were stressed about. And you're just, I try and not now to, you like, I try not to do, yeah. do that. <laughs> now you're just like, oh my God, like, really? <laughs> It, but you know, if you start doing that, man, that's stuff. And I, I guess maybe that is something that happens as you like, it, uh, is, is like just, a normal that's thing. An older I thing, try yeah. not to do that. Like I really not, not that I go out of my way to not think about things, but I just normally don't. And then, uh, every now and again, I'll be reminded about, you know, like yeah. how, how old I am or where I am in my, um, you know, life, uh, cycle. And, uh, yeah, yeah, and uh, and and, and then I have to remember. Then I have a a a young daughter that's you know starting on that uh, teenage journey, and that you you don't want to diminish anything that they're experiencing or that is a problem for them. Like you, as an as an old person, can see their problems are aren't anything, and you're you're just like, oh my god, you cannot worry about <laughs> right. something like that. Shut but, up. But the, but the, you know, to them, this is the biggest problem right. they've experienced, and this is right. important. And then if you yeah. don't, yeah. if you don't, if you just pass it off and wave it away, 
that's and not I, respecting and, it. So, and I have, right. And I have to say that like, uh, while it may not be seem important, like that stuff sticks with people. Yeah. Like I know a lot of people and probably myself, if I'm really honest and, and look into it, uh, a hardcore, uh, stuff that happens to you around that time, like that can really, uh, that can affect how you are for mm-hmm. your entire life. Mm-hmm. And, uh, people go to therapy for a long time to like undo, uh, a lot of stuff that happened, uh, during those, those periods that like, as older people, we might look at as like, come on, right? But that wasn't so. Someone treated you poorly, or whatever it was. So, anyway, life, man, but, life. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Speaking of uh, therapy, which is something I I need <laughs> yeah, to get therapy. into, but I I feel like the I feel like the this adventure church guy. I just like oh, I I I just wor- <laughs> I worry about him, but like. What like what's going on? I'm just trying to figure this guy out. Like, why do you want to put yourself through this, and why do you want to put your church through this, and why do you want to put the tower through this? And I, I yeah. was like, man, wouldn't you? Wouldn't it be better for you as a person to just find the church in a, an appropriate place and just be churchy, do your church stuff in an appropriate setting, and not have all yeah. this drama? I don't. Um, I yeah. just don't want. I don't know what's going on with this guy, man. Somebody needs to yeah. help him or something. Yeah, I mean, so they they they're continuing to have these uh, the the protests out there, and uh, and now like the protest they've moved. Some of the protesters have actually like that are not like. There's a group of protesters now that aren't protesting the sale. They're actually protesting the church, and these are like homeless uh, advocates. Um, and uh, the church is responding in in various different ways. But I guess they, you know, set up music and started blasting yeah. music at them, and in all sorts of different stuff, and tried to get the police to, you know, have them taken away. Well, or just moved, uh, you know? just as we we're talking, there uh, they had there's a different protest. There's the homeless group protesting them as well and the police right, have just right. moved them off the just just basically kicked them out right now oh so. did that happen yeah uh, today this morning yeah. yeah so so and i think today actually it's uh i think there there was a bunch of like so if you follow this stuff online um there's a bunch of uh there's a group that has been out there and I, I won't name them and you can figure it out uh, for yourselves if, if you want to, but um, that's sort of trying, that has been out there for a long time trying to instigate stuff. And uh, last week or the week before, a couple of weeks ago, they were like calling, essentially calling for the, the Fresno PD to just like kind of disappear for a little while so that they could bring their friends in and oh, clean God. the area up, that kind of thing. Yeah. Um, and so, I think the police were out there uh, in like ha- have been a little more like paying attention to it a little more. Cause they don't want anything. They don't want to escalate it, you know, anymore, but uh, you know, I, I, I think it's just, it's yeah. I, I don't know. I don't know what to say about it really, because um, you know, the church obviously thinks that they are operating you know, uh, and doing everything within their, their right to do. Um, 
you know, I don't know if you saw Marek's column. You know, he essentially called out the uh, the pastor there to come and like sit down and have yeah, a chat, have you a know, normal and, human chat um, with them. Which to me, you know, <clears throat> say what you will about Mark, whether you like what he writes or not, you know, uh, like having worked with him, I know that he comes at this key, he, he comes at it from a very like open place of like, yeah, I may not agree with you, but like, I'm willing to sit down and, and hear what you have to say and understand and kind of work, you know, like piece through what's, what's going on. So like, he's really uh, like, you know, even if let's say adventure church thinks that they're being, misrepresented let's say in the media which which you know i think they do from stuff that i've seen you know i think mark mark was really coming from a a a legitimate place of you know hey explain this out to me and it's unfortunate that you know people people wouldn't do that so i don't know it's it's a crazy thing and i still don't know what's gonna happen like there's nothing i don't know it, I think it seems like now the only way it's going to end is if the owners of the tower uh, actually just finally either kick them out or or uh, they sell it to somebody else because it's just like I I, right. I don't understand why they're just I I know I understand during the pandemic you're wanting you're just looking for any kind of way to have some revenue going so you let them in there but yeah. like at yeah, this yeah. point. I, I think you might be hurting your own revenue by, cause I know I like, I won't be going to anything in the tower sure. until this is resolved. I, right. I don't care and what I the think, show I, is. I so. think there's a, a, there's a lot of people in that same boat. Um, and I do think, you know, the tower has, it, it has events, uh, going on all the time. So, you know, if you want to go and look at their, their, uh, website, you can, you could see the, the list of events that's happening there. Um, you know, I know that some of the events, you know, some people have been, have been telling, you know, sending messages to some of these groups and, and, you know, who are coming in and kind of trying to explain, mm-hmm. Hey, here, what, here's what's going on. I I don't think anyone's like trying to, to, you know, stop. Yeah. Yeah. Stop I, I don't think any, happen, yeah, I don't really have any, anyway, uh, I don't expect you know, but, a artist coming in to really know enough but, to right. be like so the theater. I mean, show is the theater still happening. They have a show coming up uh, in, in a couple of weeks. A comedian coming through. They have, you know, uh, like kind of the typical stuff that they've been doing before. You know, they still have that stuff coming through. So they're still booking Steve-o, stuff. Stevo, did he come through already, or is he still coming? Who's is that? Stevo, isn't he? Have a like a two? He has oh, like a two uh, show thing. From a jackass, the, the guy from Jackass. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I don't, I don't. Let me see. No, that's that's coming up. Oh, that's okay. still uh, a ways out. But yeah, so that's in December. So they have a full calendar booked, you know. Um, and I mean, essentially, they're operating it, you know, like 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 they were before, except mm-hmm. for now the church is out there. Although, you know, and and so I think that the sale has been halted. And so I think they're just, you know, the owner's just operating as best as he can and, and kind of, uh, ignoring, just sort of ignoring the 
everything that's happening. The mm-hmm. church is a different story. You know, the church, I think, is engaging oh, yeah. a lot more with the the protesters and with the whole thing than the the owner is. I think the owner at this point has, you know, it seems like to me anyway, he's just sort of operating as as is, um, you know, but. They've just uh, they, and, they, and I don't know. He may be out there on Sundays with it. I, you mm-hmm. know, I, I don't. But I haven't seen anything like that. So they've just this church. The venture church has just become like this uh, uh, squatter in a, in a house you're renting out, and they're and they're and they're just and the police seem to be protecting them as like squatter rights, and you as the owner, aka us, Tower Fresno residents and Tower are like trying to. Like, would you just freaking leave? And they're just like, no. And, and like, seem to be hunkering down even more. And, uh, yeah, seem to have the police on their side. It feels like to me, I'm not being out there. I can't really say, but it feels like to me, the police, uh, are protecting the church more than they're protecting the protesters out there. Well, so. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I haven't, I, I've been watching, you know, again, like you said, not being out there. Um, you have to like realize like, okay, you know, depending on who you're following, you're going to get a, 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 a view of it, you know, one way or another. Um, and, and I've seen some videos on, from both kind of sides of it. Um, mm-hmm. and, uh, you know, I think the police are doing their best to, mitigate any any sort of interactions that they can but being careful not to step on anyone's toes uh you know what i'm saying so because they're they are in a weird kind of position of having to be like um not a weird position but they're in a position where they have to be careful that that they're not like keeping anyone from uh a exercising their religious freedoms yeah uh and be uh exercising their first amendment you know the the protesting kind of thing um and so the city did change uh or or i don't know if they changed it but they i don't know and i don't know if it was the city i should have been paying more attention but um they kind of changed the language around what where protesters can be and what they can do uh, without a permit, I think. And so that could be some of it too. I don't know. It's, it's a crazy thing. I really, I have to give it up to the, the, the um, protesters who have been out there every weekend. Yeah. <laughs> protesting against, that, against that, the sale. Man. They're spending their um, Sundays because of these Assets yeah. at Venture Church are having to spend I mean, their Sunday morning. I don't do know something how many months now for the tower, right? But but they've been out there and they continue to be out there, um, and they continue to uh, just keep people's eyes on it, which I think is is the the big thing is just keep people aware, and then you know what happens, whatever's going to happen happens, but at least it's not being done sort of. Um, kind of like in the dark like like yeah. it had been. and again you know obviously it's a it's a it's the guy owns the, you know the family owns the the building and they own the thing and they can do whatever they want with it um 
but the building does have some historical significance and it mm-hmm. does have some, you know, a, a significance to the community. So they have more of a responsibility to do things in a, in a, uh, an out and open way. And I think that was one of the big problems with all of this that started in the first place is that it, it was like, if, if you have a pro, like if you're gonna, if you're needing to sell the building and like whatever, that's totally fine. And I think that if they had been open and honest about that, that that they probably would have found a, a seller who could have come in and 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 really kept things as they were and really like whatever. And so the problem isn't so much who they're looking to sell to, although you know that is for some people that is a problem. The, it's just that like it's how they did it it was it was the fact that it was they tried to do it kind of like you know i don't want to say undercover but you know yeah. they tried to do it in a way that kept kept it out of the new kept it out of people's sight yeah uh until it was too late and then it, al- it, it like, almost hey, happened too it all i mean know, they almost right, slipped right. it in there i mean luckily, um and and luckily, and luckily people were yeah. paying enough attention um, and then, you know, all this, the, the protesting and stuff happens. So, you know, it's good because, and, and here's the other thing that, that I think in the reason they continue to protest is so that, you know, it won't just slip back to they're operating it as normal again. And everyone kind of forgets that the whole thing happened. And then, you know, and then a they, year from all now, of a sudden it's Avenger Church owns it. Like, yeah. Oh, so. All right. Well, we continue to watch and and we, and, we and get tired <laughs> and get tired um, out by it and wonder know. why. Yeah, they want to keep doing it. And it's unfortunate because I mean, what what ends up happening also is that like you know we're as we begin to be in this period of like um, you know coming back from the pandemic and you know whatever else and blah 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 where we should all kind of be working together to kind of make all of this, all of this stuff happen. You know, we have a, a part of the community that's, that's pretty divided over this thing and it just makes it really difficult. Um, and it's unfortunate. So, yeah. And another yeah. unfortunate thing, re- kind of related that we, it's been a while uh, since we had our last episode, some other things have happened and, uh, the church that got the Hardy's theater went ahead and just without saying anything, just went ahead and tore, tore the whole shit out of there. Yeah. Well, it's interesting because some of this, some of how it was reported, you know, and so I reported about this kind of early in, in the thing. And I, and I think that I, you know, the reporting was correct, um, but it didn't necessarily tell the whole story. And I think now, you know, with some digging, the the, the whole story was told. But, you know, originally the story as it came out was, you know, city councilman is riding by the theater and he sees that there's uh work being done and he thinks to himself well that's weird that there's work being done because i haven't seen anything about it it's in my district and Mm -hmm. i haven't heard anything about it seen anything about it whatever so he checks with his people in his office and uh, you know whatever i don't think they have seen anything about it and he's like what's happening 
so he finally gets in there and then he sees that all this stuff has been done um and it sets off this whole chain of events um and you know and so it was sort of being explained like the the city the the city as in you know the established the entire city government or whatever staff didn't know about it um and that they were doing it without any sort of uh permits or any of that stuff and and that wasn't entirely true um the city that the company that was doing it did notify the city that they were moving through things and 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 they you know did present at a historic preservation committee meeting and there were some things um but it just kind of like maybe slipped through the cracks in terms of I, or maybe like people didn't realize exactly what they were doing or exactly what it meant. Um, and so it just didn't. They, people weren't paying attention enough attention to it or no one drew enough attention to it. And so it just happened. Without the kind of oversight that it should have, I I think that's that's what happened. So it wasn't necessarily that the company um, and the company actually said. So there's all sorts of stuff that was happening, because I guess the, the company was also said that they were doing it under a certain type of like uh, maybe like an emergency uh, permitting thing. Or, you know, there's there's some ways that you can get around some of the permitting depending on what you're doing. Mm -hmm. And so that's what they were claiming. But the city never there was no pushback against that, I guess, or something. Um, and so, yeah, uh, the long story short of it is, you know, there's this theater that it was the oldest theater in town. And uh, it was just, it was gutted, you know? Yeah. And they, they pulled out all, but I mean, the other, the thing about it is, and, and, you know, I think, we should all sort of feel bad about it because look, I saw on Facebook the the pictures of them tossing the seats and the dumpsters or whatever, just throwing them out. Um, you know the old theater chairs or whatever. I mean, I think anyone who was paying attention on downtown Fresno Facebook groups knew for a while that this was happening. Mm -hmm. Um. But again, with everything else, you know, you can't fight every fight all the time. And so, you know, I think it was it just took the right person to for it to click with the right person to be like, hold, hold, hold on. And then by the time they did that, the time that that happened, some of this stuff had already had already been, been done. And, you know, so if they did the work without the correct permits, then I suppose that's something. But, you know, I think some of the the stuff that was done, you know, I don't think that that they could have done a whole lot about it. Uh, I'm not sure how far the protections um, go for, for instance, the inside of the, the you know, so, mm -hmm. you know, uh, to me, I think what's that? No, no, go ahead. I'm just sighing in the different uh, an odd matter. Yeah, no, it, it's fine. It, I mean, and, and it is one of those things because it, it's, yeah, 
I mean, you know, and if if you look into this church, um, it's a it's a gigantic church. It's they're actually from Brazil. Yeah, and it's run that by guy, this billionaire, billionaire, yeah, run billionaire church. That adventure yeah. church people are backed by a like a Los Angeles franchisee church. Too. Yeah. So it's just and, like this all I this money the, is coming from somewhere else. This isn't even local churches right. really. Well, and I think that, you know, the apparently this is what this church does is they come into town and they buy these these buildings and they just, you know, retrofit do whatever they need to do and, and build them back up and then move on to the next place, you know. Yeah. Um and so you know, it's just, um, man, I wish people would pay more attention to that kind of stuff where this guy's just, it's just a business for this guy. He's a billionaire because it probably, he yeah, goes in there, I mean, makes the church, makes some money, funnels them back I, money. I, I'm, it's like a front. Like, man. Yeah. I, it's hard for me to, I, I don't want to, to just throw churches out and say that there's not anything good happening, oh, you know. No, me neither. Um, I don't, you know. It's hard for me to say that, it, you know. I think they're um, good. They're they're great for uh, community and and for there's a lot of there's a lot of positives that church, uh, you know, having a good healthy church provides to the community and for just people in general. But like, also, there's a lot of <laughs> bad stuff well, behind it, that it, too. I so. mean, it it should be. It should, it's interesting that it feels like the only um, sustainable organizations in town seem to be churches, you know? So, like, right now, at a time when there's this, this massive downturn, and so there there is, in some ways, there's a lot of opportunity, right? Because there's space available and people, blah, blah, blah. And the, the the organizations that that are able to, and I don't want to say take advantage, but are able to sort of to 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 move through this easier are are churches. You see, there's been any number of churches who have grown during this time when you know arts organizations, let's say, are struggling, or other organizations, you know. And so, in that way, it, it is kind of unfortunate and it, and it says something about uh, our city when it's like and, and i think that we may have i may have talked about this before but you know other places you know have similar theaters and they go up for sale and someone comes in and buys them to use as a theater because they understand its worth is that mm-hmm. thing and we just don't seem to have that in fresno um, yeah. you know, we and I mean, I guess it's, we're sort of, a, we're sort, you know, we are, we do, we do need because of the, how, because of uh, the way our economy sets up, because of where we're at within California of all these things, you know, the capital, maybe the capital just isn't here to do that, but there are people who would be willing to come from San Francisco or LA or some of these other places, especially now. To set something like that up seems like that wouldn't be a hard sell, but at the same time, I think I don't know. It's just it's 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 unfortunate. I feel like it's unfortunate from the standpoint of like um, losing these really cool places that you know that cannot be replaced 
with new 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 thing, you know, yeah. just in the same way. Like you're never going to get places that were just right. Just, the Hardy's Theater, you're never going to get that back. You're never mm. going to get what the Hardy's Theater had inside back. Mm. Now, there's some argument that like if it wasn't being used, then what what is its worth? You know what I'm saying? And and I yeah. totally get that argument. Like yeah. if a building sits there empty for 90 years or you know and and it hasn't been empty that long but you know right if a building is sitting empty and no one's using it well then obviously the city has said like the community has said we don't give a rip about this thing so yeah but yeah then we i get kind of mad. Right. then we get mad when someone comes in and it's like well okay we're gonna take it you know and yeah me, I, mean, I, I definitely was like used to be that wait i'm sorry go ahead finish your no, no, no. I'm just that's. I mean, that's my point. It's just that that you know, it's kind of it's kind of crappy that that's that that's the take of it. That it takes you know, it takes until something's gone for someone right. to finally go like. And and I shouldn't say that because I know that there are a lot of people who are working. You know, a lot of uh, you know preservationists and people who are working really hard to you know. But in general. Yeah, the community kind of has shown I, many times that we just don't we don't care. Yeah, you know, care enough. I, I yeah, I, I I used to be on that sort of uh, mindset of like, well, at least somebody's doing something with it, even whether it's uh, right. appropriate use of it or not. But after after this, I'm now I'm like, you know what? Let's just let it, let it sit there, and maybe one day it'll happen. Because look what's mm. happened to Fresno Hotel. You know, we thought that we we're gonna that that thing has been threatened to be torn down several times, and and I was kind of of the mind of like, you know what, maybe we should just finally tear that thing tear down because nothing's yeah, gonna yeah. happen. And then now look at it; it's been refurbished and it's about to open up as, you know, it's not opening up like as exactly as it used to be, but right. it's it but, is. Right. They did the people that renovated the building did take care into uh, oh, man, keeping did, everything uh, as original as possible right and, right. and so Amazing. that's something that it's gotten turned around and something we thought would never happen is gonna right. happen it can be done it just you know with these historic buildings i just think it takes a, a lot of care and attention and it does it like and i think people there's people who know a lot more about this than than i do and and will probably tell me correct me if i'm i'm wrong but you know a lot of times you know, we we think that like, oh, it's too expensive or blah, 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 whatever the reasons are. And I think a lot of times it's not any of those reasons necessarily um, other than like it just it takes a lot more care uh, to, to, mm -hmm. to do that than most people are willing to, to put into something when it is like the the main thing is like we want to create this thing that's going to turn a profit. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like if that that's um, have you but, been in that Fresno hotel yet at all? Uh, you know, I haven't been. When I was last in there, they they just had the framing up, I think, mm. uh, inside. So they had done some work, but but not, you know. A, so you a did lot. get to go in uh, there and look around a little bit for. I mean, yeah, I yeah, know. yeah, yeah. I was doing a thing. So there's a. I've never there's even been a, in it. There's actually a mural on the staircase um, that. Um, that uh, was painted uh, by a, a local artist, um, and uh, 
you know, who was like 20 or 21, worked at the hotel at the time and whatever. I'm painting this really awesome mural. It's, you know, just gigantic. It's, you know, as you're coming around into the stairway, it's there and it, it depicts a, you know, farmer and this, this whole thing. It's really cool. Um, so I was uh, in there to do that because they actually, um, they like re, they kept the mural and, mm -hmm. and actually went in and I don't know if they've actually, I haven't checked in on it in a while. So I need to double back, but um they were really taking care to like they were gonna redo the whole thing and you know fix the cracks and mm -hmm. take away any graffiti and stuff that had been done and, and kind of re refurbish rehab this mural that was on the wall so that's why i went in there um and uh they were it was still fairly early but i mean they had done a considerable amount of work on it um but it's amazing like you go in there and it really is amazing that like, that's what a hotel used to look like Yeah. when, you know, go to any hotel now that, that was built anytime after, you know, 19, whatever. Mm -hmm. And look at it. It's not like this, you know? So this, and so to me, it's like, damn, like if I could live in a place like that, that would be amazing. Mm -hmm. Um, and so, you know, the fact that it's, um, you know, uh, multiple family housing, low income housing. I mean, I think it's just great. Uh, it's, I'm very happy about it. And yeah, I'm, and then they're going to have, uh, you know, retail and stuff on the bottom floors, mm -hmm. which I think is going to be really awesome if they can get stuff in there. And I, I mean, I think that's one of those things and it, it, it's going to be a while. It's not going to be, uh, it's not going to be just like immediate, but mm -hmm. that's going to be one of those things that like changes that whole dynamic of that section of downtown yeah. in the same way that like the Warner's theater has changed that dynamic mm -hmm. uh, at, at that point. And kind of in the same way that like Tioga has changed the dynamic of the whole brewery district and how bit, bit wide, you know. Like once right. you have that sort of that anchor space or the same way that like the Iron Bird and and Vagabond, like, yeah. you know, Vagabond lost. Let's say there was nothing down there before they opened, you know, mm -hmm. I mean, literally. I think you had maybe Tokyo Garden was there when the Vagabond lost opened and now you're looking at whatever, t 10 plus 15 years later or whatever there's a whole entire community that has grown up around that yeah that area right and then like the around the cultural arts park around the, right i mean the entire stuff. cultural arts yeah. district can be traced back to the opening vagabond. of vagabond locks right like mm -hmm. and then and and i'm not going to say it was just that alone because then there was the iron you know but it started with just this one thing. So I feel like, you know, this could be that same sort of thing where suddenly you have a building that's uh, open and nice. And then, you know, uh, people kind of coming and going. And the Crest Theater, for instance, isn't too far away. Right. Like less than a block. Um, and so, you know, it suddenly, suddenly you have people who are living in one place and and so I think it's all going to tie in. And it, and again, it's another sort of step to get that entire, mm -hmm. uh, that entire Fulton corridor, like really operating 
uh, at a high level. Right. Um, just ha- the more residents yeah. people living down there, the more probability of something. Else I mean, I think that's a hundred percent true. I mean, yes, that's a hundred percent true. You know, um, and, and I think right now is is a you know with everything else that's happening, I think now is a good time. Like a good time. I think we're. I think. I think we're seeing very positive movements, even though you know that uh, south of Shawbury looks like it's about super close. What's that? You know, the south of Shaw Brewery. Right oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like well, and that whole, so that Peerless Pump Building is another great example of something that, and, and this happened, like, for if anyone wasn't really paying attention, you know, you might just go down there and go like, hey, what the heck happened to Fresno Idea Works? Suddenly there's a building there that had been, you know, kind of just empty. Um, and now it has several businesses in it. There's a, a wine bar that's open there. Oh, and, okay. you know, the brewery um, is going to be open soon. I think there's a couple, at least like one or two, like uh, retail shops in there. So that whole area now, right next to the Rainbow Ballroom, is another spot that has just become sort of like um, like a, a little bit of a hub, you know. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So when the brewery opens, I mean, you're going to have a situation where there's a wine bar, there's a brewery. Um, you know, if you could get a restaurant now open somewhere close, right? Um, here's something I don't know if you even, saw this. Even if you just have, and with the brewery, usually comes food trucks. Uh, yeah. So, like, I even mean, if you right. just have and some food that, trucks yeah. always sort of there. I mean, that's that's hundred percent. And the, the way count on them being there. Yeah. And 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 the way that you know the food truck scene is operating right now with what uh, Mike has been doing with uh, Fresno Street Eats. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, it's it's kind of wide open um, in that respect too. Um, what'll be interesting is the uh, Tokyo Garden building. Oh, yes, entire, that entire building, that, that entire That's block for, for sale is huh? now up for sale. Oh, it's that whole <clears throat> complex. It's the of whole. Yeah, it's the it's that whole end cap on. Yeah, ah. so it's the Tokyo Garden building the or toko garden space the uh there's the barbershop and then there's the it's a church that's operating on the end mm. and then i think those two uh there's a parking lot or two parking lots behind i think are also uh-huh. included oh, so it's okay. a really it's an amazing amount of space and i think for the price and i don't know because i'm not a real estate person but it's like if i had money i it would be maybe worth an investment um an investment uh, on it you right. know that, that um, tokyo garden so. is interesting because that basically i know when this whole thing was happening before it was closed and all that they're saying how if a new owner comes in they're they're forced to redo the bathrooms if they want to you know open it if, up as a space i think i think it it it, it, it was like it depended on what they were planning to do with it. Yeah. So like if, you, ADA if they compliant wanted, stuff. there was, there was one way they could do it where it was just like a, a straight, you know, if they're just operating the business exactly as the same, nothing's changing, then they wouldn't have to do anything. Mm-hmm. Um, but if, you know, they wanted to make any changes at all, then they would have to do it. And I mean, that's the truth about it. Like, you know, if, if they, I think if someone took it over and they wanted to, if someone takes it over and they want to do something, it's going to lose so much of its charm because they're going to have to, they're going to have to yeah. gut it and re, you know, right. 
So in some ways it's kind of sad because it's like, well, we're losing, we're losing that. But in, in some ways it's like, well, it's been kind of lost for a little bit anyway. Um, and so yeah. just everyone should be very happy with their memories of, of that spot. Um, you know, because it's not going to be whatever it is that goes back in there. It's not going to be the same unless someone buys the whole, you know, unless someone buys it and can find someone who wants to run it as a, as a, tiki dive bar mm-hmm. um which would be really cool but yeah. you know again i'm not gonna do it but, but yeah how are you gonna but have, it, it is how a you great gonna, space. yeah i guess I you mean, get a really good contractor maybe you can get uh the bathrooms done right and then uh, i don't know but we, yeah, we talked about knows. last month about how bad the city of fresno is as far as uh red tape and trying to open a, up a business so Right, uh, right. Uh, that that Tokyo Gardens. I mean, we, yeah. I think we're going to be talking right. about Tokyo Garden for a while if we want to, as far as well, man. I so what you space. know. So may hopefully not hopefully, but if you know they do, if it closes and shit, like there's a bunch of stuff in there that I'm sure people would like kill to own. Oh yeah, you know, there's a bunch. Well, of that's really a, awesome I was thinking stuff, about you when know. you were talking about the seat. I didn't know anything about that. The, I didn't see that about the seats and the Liberty and stuff. I would have jammed down oh, yeah. there and thrown a couple in the back of my truck or something. If I yeah, knew that yeah. was happening. But. I think they were just out there for like, they just, they just like That's throw crazy, them in the, man. they were like lined up or something. I want to say Steve Skibby or John Roop or one of those people posted mm-hmm. uh, photos yeah. on uh, the downtown for love of downtown page. Mm-hmm. Which I would say for anyone who's interested in any of this stuff, like that's a great place yeah. to pay attention because there's a lot of people who are um, just down and like out and about all the time and and paying attention and taking mm-hmm. photos and stuff. So, the only thing um, left that Facebook's good for are groups. I'm telling you what, I believe that's the case. You know, people like like love to uh, uh, like shit on Facebook and rightfully so for a lot of reasons, but I I do think for its original purpose which is like connecting people in mm-hmm. that in that way 100% like the groups are amazing like i especially for as a reporter or as someone yeah. who is like who likes to know about information and and is likes to keep up with things and blah 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 it is a really great space to connect and find out like oh hey what's happening and see you know so yeah it's cool it's cool well, speaking oh. of groups, bands, yeah. what's yeah. uh what's uh this week or this month what's our band of the episode? Oh man, so this is a good one and it's kind of a tie-in. So we'll do the let's do the band of the episode and then let's come back and we'll we'll talk about um why uh the why of it. So, uh the band of the episode is well, it's it's a it's a guy. He did have a band, I suppose, but um is uh, and this is going to be a throwback Oh yeah, um, you sort of the We're talking a lot of Fresno history, 19, so it's yeah, nineteen forties ish, and it's a guy. His name's Dave Stogner, and uh, a lot of people probably haven't heard the name, but he was one of the early uh, kind of I don't know, I don't want to say pioneers, but maybe a pioneer of the Western swing movement. So this was like the precursor kind of to what what became country music you know so like back in the day i think there was like country and western Mm -hmm. um and those kind of so like a lot of old people uh older people sorry uh will (laughs) 
uh, refer to to country and western. And like you remember, you I like country. The, I like western. You ever? I hate you, you young blues, western kids. You, you ever watch the Blues Brothers? And they yes. end up in that bar, and they're like, "Hey, what kind of music do you play here?" And then the uh, bartender or whatever says, "Well." We, we got both kinds, country and Western. <laughs> um, anyway, so, right. So, the, like, eventually it became country country music, like, you know, more generally. But um, there was this Western swing uh, that was like hill, hillbilly music uh, that kind of came in from, like, uh, Oklahoma or whatever, as all those people started coming into California. And then a lot of them ended up settling in the Central Valley. So Central Valley was like a hub for um, for this for Western Swing, and so uh, Bob Wills, who is like one of the he's like one of considered one of the pioneers, uh, was out here during that time, um, and then Dave Stogner uh, was here, and he actually was like the guy who used to book the Big Fresno Barn, which was like where all of the the country western bands would yeah. come to play when they were coming through but apparently he also had like a radio show and a, uh, a early television show um and he was like one of these guys that was actually sponsored i think he was sponsored by coke or something anyway so let's play the song and then we'll come back and talk about why we would be talking about this <laughs> Yeah. 
That's Dave Stogner, and that's a bit of Fresno history. Country and Western. Country <laughs> country and Western. And the re- reason we're talking about that um, is because the Valley Music Hall of Fame finally inducted their first class. And Dave Stogner is Stogner uh, is was in that first class of uh, inductees. So congratulations to him. Um, and uh, the whole first class, you can see that by if you just Google Valley Music Hall of Fame, um, it'll come up and you can see all about it. ValleyMusicHallOfFame.org, but I'll just read them off to you and then maybe we can talk about it a little bit. So the first class includes Russell Howland, Dr. James Winter, Dick Contino, Audra McDonald, and Dave Stockner. All right. Stockner. So that's the first class. And it's a pretty impressive first class. You know, there's a, so of those names, probably most people are going to recognize Audra McDonald. Right. And the, and maybe Dick Contino, maybe. Um, and then every, the other three are just kind of, you know. But apparently the other two, so Russell Howland and James Winter, um, worked at Fresno State um, in the early days of mm-hmm. Fresno State in the music department. And they were like, like uh, classical music guys. You know, they were in the music department there. Yeah. And um, they were, they essentially just like, built the entire music like music culture in fresno you know and they were like huge uh in in, at in their time like nationally known guys um who were you know educators but also composers and and the whole deal um and they worked together at fresno state um and were really instrumental in just sort of setting the whole tone for everything i guess that that happened at, at fresno state afterwards and still to this day you know their compositions get played and and people talk about the impact that they made on you know classical music both from like a compositional side and then um uh educational side uh dick contino is dick contino he was an accordion player we i think we talked about him on the podcast when he died but um he was a huge star back in the day oh when yeah we did talk about people love you know accordion wasn't it wasn't like weird al it was like actual <laughs> like people played the accordion um and uh yeah so you know when he died i think he died in 2017 2018 you know like the new york times ran ran an obit of him and you know it was a big deal uh dave stogner obviously we talked about i don't know man I did not know. So uh, as I was sort of digging into this um, and really reading, like, do you realize how much of a like how awesome Andre McDonald is? Yeah, I mean, I do and I don't like I know I know that we we probably under undervalue her (laughs) for sure. Like everybody that knows Broadway knows knows her. I mean, I mean, yes, yes. I mean, so she's obviously a Broadway. So she's like one more Tonys, acting Tonys than anyone. Okay. Um, but she's also 
like been all over TV, all over movies. Um, you know, she is like 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 a cultural icon. Like she won the Kennedy Award honor or whatever, and you know, Obama gave her whatever the the I can't remember what the award is, but it's like the the highest arts award. And then it's so it's like she's won all of these. Like she is in the history of things. She will be remembered, you know, yeah. for, for maybe president's greatest talent ever, but you know, and, and, and the, the thing about it is, so she's not like, she's not like blockbuster famous necessarily, you know? Right. Um, but she's like, it's, she's all, she's as famous as you can, can be without being like, you know, Brad Pitt or Angelina yeah, Jolie or something, right. you know, or, or, or like that. I mean, um, and just the, the range of things she's done, um, and the talent is just unbelievable. And so, you know, to me, she's the only, uh, one of these, uh, inductees that is still living. Um, and just totally, totally worth it. I, uh, so I, I think they did a really good job on this. Let's talk for just a quick minute, if we if we have time, and I feel like we do, about uh, who we would like to see possibly nominated in in the future for future classes. Have you given this any thought at all? Mm, uh, Am I throwing it? Yeah, I mean, I think early on, early on, you got to start. I mean, when you're just starting from the ground up, like they are, like I think they've done a nice enough job starting off. You got to start. You gotta go heavy on history, and so, and that means right. And I feel you know, like the right, past yeah. hundred years of Fresno sure. music, you gotta start. So, I mean, that it's gonna be like that probably for a while, where you're you're get, including people that, um, you know, from the past that maybe not everybody knows but should know. Yeah. And uh, so, I mean, it's hard to judge anybody now. Like I, I. I like I think Patrick Contreras for sure at this point somebody that deserves to be obviously for Sean uh-huh. uh, let's go bowling um, so and keep in mind here's the other thing because it, it, it doesn't just have to be people right so they're like saying yeah that like, you know uh, I, I think like the rainbow ballroom would be a place that would be uh, that you would want to put in <laughs> Right. Something like this, yeah. the Valley Music Hall thing, because of 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 what it did. I think um, I just and this was something that like I had kind of known about, but was like reading a little bit more, and I still need to do a little bit more. But you know, the old Kino radio station, yeah, um, and the the owner, like they essentially created what would become like the top forty radio format. Uh, that that kind of was used everywhere for a long time. Um, they like started that here uh, in Fresno, and everyone just kind of followed suit from 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 what they did. Um, and so that would be, you know, uh, something I think. Um, you know, if you wanted to get into like more of the the underground kind of stuff, I think that um dale stewart and and that that guy in capital punishment mm-hmm. that whole um scene there um 
you know, someone said Timmy T and Juan Serrano. And, and maybe I, not people Juan don't, Serrano, Juan don't Serrano know Juan Serrano, be. but Juan Serrano was uh, I, I, a, goal, a lock first ballot yeah. Hall of Famer uh, for. I, I would I would think I would think so. Um, yeah, yeah, people so, that mean, don't I, know I Juan Serrano, flamenco guitarist, uh, world famous flamenco guitarist, uh, educator, did, been here forever. ran their guitar program at Fresno State forever. So yeah. like, dude. Just, yeah, if, I think, if I he think doesn't get it next year, I'm gonna start so, complaining. Uh, so here's the thing: uh, as we're talking about all this, so people know, you can actually go to um, the Valley Music Hall of Fame dot org, and that's all spelled out: Valley Music Hall of Fame dot org. Click on the nominations tab, and it'll give you everything uh, that you need to do. And they really do take all, like everything comes from nominations. So like the, they're not nominating anyone on their own. Um, it's all nominations that coming that come from the public. Uh, so you fill out this whole little form and there's all sorts of information about it. Um, and then, uh, and I think they, maybe you got to have a, write a cover letter or something too. And then, um, you know, and then they'll look at them and, all the nominations and then they do some of their own research and, and then they, they'll have a, a vote. I think at some point, I, I'm not exactly sure when that all happens, but they are definitely taking nominations now. Um, so you can go and do that. And I think, I think we should, I think everyone should, um, because this is, you know, what they've said. And I think I agree is that like, there's only so many of them on the board and there's only so many of them, you know, putting information in. And so it's like, they really need other people to tell them who they think, you know, because they're not going to necessarily know someone like for Sean, for example, like his full reach, Mm -hmm. you know, unless someone tells them, you know, or someone, um, you know, there's a lot of these, these kind of people or, and there's a lot of people who, you know, are like maybe like Dave Stockner who, um, were around for a long time, but now the people who knew them and played with them are kind of th- that, that population is dwindling. So we need to have people who knew, knew them kind of telling it like, Hey, check out this guy. So, um, anyway, also Brian Kenny Fresno is a name that yeah, everyone. Yeah, I think so. I'm the uh, um, famer. I feel like maybe not second or third, second, first yeah. or second class, but maybe third, yeah. fourth class. Like, right. I eventually, if, if we're looking at people who have are have done in terms of getting the the getting Fresno out to people, he does more in his daily life than most musicians, you know, <laughs> just by existing. Um, anyway, so that's it. If you have uh, if you have recommendations, and I I would love to see them. I would love to see some conversation behind this because i think it's it's interesting and i know that there's a ton of people that we're forgetting there's a ton of places that we're forgetting you know there's a ton of places that like you know uh, who knows like that i've never probably you know knights of columbus hall it's probably a a place that did so much for so many people and um but here's one as a segue Uh, um speaking of like places to have uh, concerts, uh, especially like do-it-yourself concerts, uh, and I don't want to give away too much, 
uh, yeah. because I don't want to, I don't want to harsh, I don't want to destroy the thing that they have going on. But uh, if you follow the uh, the punk scene in town uh, here, um, we're not going to show you how to, to find this out. We're just going to tell you it's happening. Yeah, correct, 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 correct. It, 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 if you are interested, so the truth is, for people who are interested, they probably already know, um, and they probably have already like paid attention, but. Um, there's a group of people that are, uh, they have started putting up shows under, under the freeway. I won't even say what freeway. Cause I'm not really a hundred percent sure. I haven't been out there under a freeway under, under freeway may, or may or may not be Fresno. Uh, it's Fresno. just show up and they just show up and, uh, they must have a generator. So then they plug in and a bunch of kids show up and, uh, we plan out of the freeway. And I'm like this, that is like, I, in my younger days, I am sure I, if was, if I was at, not even much younger, like, you know, hell, I'd probably even do it uh, now if I was asked, um, show up and play. I mean, it just mm -hmm. sounds uh, super awesome. It doesn't sound awesome being confronted by the police, <laughs> which I, I assume could and will probably happen at some point. Mm -hmm. Um but this is, and and I don't know. I don't know. In one way, I think it's totally awesome that they're doing this because it's like, look, this is how it's supposed to be, especially in the punk, like in the yeah. like underground scenes. Is you you just figure it out, you just do it, and mm -hmm. who cares, you know? Um, it also kind of sucks that there's that the community can't supply a place for them to have shows, right? Uh, you know that are. This Same, is what happens when we don't and, have a CYC, you know, for the, right. For the, but, and I mean, you know, part of it is they may, they also maybe don't, they, they, in some ways they maybe don't care and they don't want that because they probably don't want to have to deal with any of the, the yeah. rules, you know, yeah. because look, your punk rock kids want to do punk rock shit. And, and I'm not saying that, I'm not saying that's bad stuff, you know, like mm -hmm. necessarily, but, they want to do punk rock shit and they don't want people in their business. So in some ways it makes sense. You just do it out in the middle of nowhere where no one's going to bother them. And you know, um, that and have it. And that's cool. And that's, that is totally something legitimate to that. Um, you know, but I think part of it is that thing that, you know, and, and they have tried over the years to do more legitimate kind of venues there was the bell tower for a while mm. um and cyc was another one CYC and and ultimately Belmont. those um. kind of just <clears throat> for a bunch of different reasons just just couldn't couldn't do it i mean it's very difficult i think to have an all-age punk venue operating for any amount of time you know um it's amazing that like Gilman and Berkeley has lasted as long as it has or, or other, you know, um, cause it, it's not, it's not, it's hard, you know, yeah. people, especially cause there's like conflicts even within the scene and people, if you're doing something cool, mm -hmm. then someone else wants to get it shut down. Cause they, you know, like, yeah, um, we had that so before in the, where a venue was doing it, do it yourself style. And then somebody that owns a venue in town's like, calls 
calls him out and gets it broken right. up. So. Yeah. But I, 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 mean, I can't imagine that I, this would happen for that. I mean, this, I mean, there's no, nobody's operating a punk venue right now. So who are they? Well, right, who are they right. hurting? Right. Right. Um, but you still never know. I mean, and, and I think that did, you know, yeah, it, they're just going it, to, it's going to have its struggles because that's just the way it is. Um, and it's, it's unfortunate because what you would, hopefully what you would want is that like people would support each other and then the scene grows. And then that's how you have bands that really like begin to, to break out because you can have a scene that's like large enough to support, you know, um, like bigger things. Mm -hmm. Uh, Unfortunately, I think a lot of times you get a bunch of infighting that happens. And so uh, the, even like the individual scenes get really like insular and then it becomes difficult to kind of break out beyond that. Um, that's like the underground stuff. I guess people probably don't care about. Anyway, uh, okay. if you, uh, what else? you know, if, if you, if you happen to see a show underneath the freeway locally, it's, it's, it's real. Go experience it. It's happening. Just no, don't don't turn saying. it in. Don't, don't be yes, a narc. Please do not call. Just let them, just let them, let them be mosh dance. <laughs> Let them pogo, whatever they're doing in there. You can be like, "Hey, my neighborhood has a music scene now." Yeah, <laughs> if you're living under, I mean, <laughs> right? I think, I, I, yeah, I don't know where this actually is. I've never, I haven't been out. Uh, I've seen some videos, um, and uh, it definitely it looks fun. Like for the 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 fifteen year old me, sixteen year old uh-huh. me, seventeen year old me seems like would have a lot of fun. Me now. Um, You're like, where are the food probably, trucks? Where are the seats? A, Where's the seating? A, Where's the food trucks? Where's the proper bathroom? I'd probably have a lot of fun still, but I would definitely be like on the outskirts. Like, I'm getting uh, tired. Going out in back with my arms folded. They'd be like, who's that old guy? <laughs> He's an old guy. Dark. Something it's like Josh that. So. He's going to report on us. Yeah. Right. Would and they see like, Would they see you as Joshua Tihi, um uh, lead singer in the punk rock scene, or they see you as Joshua Tihi, a journalist that's gonna. I think it would just go like out. see me as like that some old guy who's that old dude. <laughs> like, yeah. I know he I got crazy. I got I I started getting that in the the some some of the club shows I would go to. Right. And I was like, oh gosh, I guess I can't come here anymore. Okay. I don't know. <laughs> right, it feels weird, right, to be like. uh yeah, it feels weird to like, um, you know. I uh, I just appreciate not to not to call out Blake Jones as being old because he's not young 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 man Blake Jones, but I I'd always like think like you know because I would you know run into Blake Jones at things where I'm thinking I'm a little too yeah. old and I was like well at least Blake's here. And, so that's know, the thing I will say about Fresno, like, and I have to respect Blake really... for always showing up to shows and stuff. You know, right. So this is something that I think is really that I appreciate about Fresno. And I assume this is in other cities as well. But like the we the rain, the, the diversity, like range of musicians and people playing is, is really wide. It's really wide. So you have a bunch of young dudes uh, who are doing all of their things. And then, you know, you have like the 
the people that you would kind of expect to be doing stuff. So the people in their twenties and their thirties and maybe kind of into the forties. And then you also have this group that, that exists that's been playing like for a long time. Like there are a lot of musicians in town who are playing now active, who, have, who were playing in the, you know, seventies and, and eight, late late seventies and eighties and still as active now mm-hmm. as they ever were. You know, I think as someone like Roger Perry, you know, who's just been playing forever. Blake Jones is the same way. Like, you know, he, he, you know, was playing left and lived in LA for a while and came back and, you know, um, and so it's really, it's kind of, it's, it's kind of awesome. And for someone who is like aging themselves and like, I I mean, no respect, disrespect when I'm saying any of this. So I, I, cause I respect uh, all of these musicians immensely. Yes, but as someone who's aging and and having to go from like, you know, when you're playing with as when you're young and you're playing, it's like cool because it's like you can do whatever because you're young. Who cares? People expect people to be in bands and like whatever. As you like age, kind of age out of that, then something else like other things start coming into play. Um, and so to see people that ha- that have been doing it and continue to do it and are continuing to do like cool stuff all the time really is inspiring, you know, to yeah. see people like and Blake's a great one because he could, he does really cool, interesting things. But um, I think Vince Warner is also another person who, mm-hmm. um, you know, has been doing some really awesome like these these concerts that he does that he's been putting together. Um, and he has uh, one with uh, Debbie Root where they're doing the music of Simon and Garfunkel, um, which is, that's really cool. Roger Perry's another one. Like, you know, he's released a couple of albums recently that are just like these concept things. And so I just think like, that's really inspiring for me to see, to see that and to see these guys like still performing along with the young guys. Cause we know like the music's a young, it's like, it's a young person's game mostly, yeah. you know, like to get people hyped about it and stuff like you gotta kind of just there's an energy that 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 you can only have at a certain age or it gets yeah. harder as you become older it just does um and so it's nice it's it's awesome to see to see the whole range of it you know so and which is why i really appreciated i don't like let i don't want to toot our own horns here but like when we used to do the fuse fest um and we and and mm-hmm. we would showcase that whole range because I think sometimes it doesn't get showcased as well um, yeah. as it could. And That's I think there's a lot yeah. of musicians that are playing uh, that would really be embraced by the young crowd and vice versa if they only knew. But yeah, that was definitely don't. the uh, part of the point of us uh, how we do, <coughs> how we put together the lineup of the festival was to make sure. Every, you that you got you got to see stuff that you would not have gone and gotten yourself out of the house to go see and as a you know you see that show at a, a venue you're like all these different these bands of a similar genre and you're like I'm not going to that show but then at the fuse fest you can just like stop and look at it for 10 minutes and be right, like oh right. okay I, and you could go like I, dang I, yeah. these you know because I think that happens so often it's like there's so many bands that are just like if you really if it, if if you just need someone to to show you and go like hey mm-hmm. here check it out this band is awesome and then it would be like oh they really are great um and 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 
I think that happens. It doesn't happen enough. I feel like there's not enough of that mm-hmm. kind of going on, but it is what it is. So, all right. Thank you to Keep all exploring the everyone. music scene, everyone. It's out I mean, there. anyone who does anything in the scene, I commend you. Um, and I'm, I'm happy you're doing it. Speaking of, I think it's time to plug, plug it, it up. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Josh, what uh, are you so doing out is, there in the Fresno music scene, sir? In the Fresno, well, so uh, first of all, let me plug always my day job at the Fresno B, Fresno B.com, Fresno B.com. So much of what we talk about um, on this is uh, called from the, uh, the work that uh, the, our people do there. Not that other media isn't doing great work, but. Mm-hmm. It's the stuff that I sort of pay uh, the most attention to. So, Fresno B. Be a subscriber. Be a subscriber. At least online, people. Subscribe, yes. I've got Um, the Sunday and 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 online. You may have to because I feel like they're making it uh, slowly, you know, really pushing people to subscribe. So, anyway, uh, so there's that. Then uh, I have a newsletter that I do, a weekly local music newsletter uh out of substack so it is band geek and that's b-a-n-d-g-e-e-e-e-k.com at substack.com band geek at substack.com bang if you just search band geek no, substack, no way. you should be able to find it band geek dot substack.com there you go there you go thank you um when and that's where i do a whole bunch of different kind of stuff there so uh new music uh some kinds of reviews i don't really i haven't done like a straight review yet Mm -hmm. um but i do reviewish kind of things new music um newsy kind of things sometimes uh and uh a and events calendar that's like a weekly events calendar uh so you can check that out you can subscribe and it'll just show up in your email that's how newsletters work for those who aren't <laughs> involved, do that. Yeah. It's um, like it's it's a fan. It's, it's what what we used to have the community letters that you used to be able to get at like when I go to uh, in the tower to 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 the cafe. The oh my god, it's been a little. Uh, to, do you have a cafe? No, no. The the restaurant cross. <laughs> god dang it! Old getting old uh, sucks. Um. Right on the corner across from uh, the Sequoias on the same side of the street. Uh, oh, uh, the diner. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. I can't. That was next uh, to the old Irene. Starbucks. Irene. Yes, Irene. Irene's. Thank you. God dang it. <laughs> edit that out, Mike. Edit that out. Uh, Irene's that I totally know from recalling. <laughs> right. My brain, Irene's. I remember they used to get, I used to be able to pick up. And maybe you still can pick up like printed sort of fanzine zines. Oh yeah, yeah. They had yeah, yeah. So this is what I think of the newsletters are like. It's just like you're it's a digital zine, essentially. That's a good way to look at it. Uh, yeah, yeah. I, I think that's a good way to look at it. So yeah, so there's that. And then I have music projects that I am also uh, a part of. So there is It'll Go Back, which is a punk band. Uh and I I believe we're going to have a show coming up in, in September, uh, September 11th, coming up here uh, next week. Or I'm sorry, September 10th, I think. Uh, punk show. 
it'll be our first show in like years. So it's either going to be a really awesome <laughs> or really, uh, it's going to be some rest. Huh? Awesome. It's going to be awesome. The old, full, um, I, the old Fulton, huh? At the old Fulton, what is now La Maison Kebab, uh, which is a place and it used to be peeves. Peeves. Yeah. Uh, and we played there before. It's a, it's a pretty cool spot. It's going to be a, a punk and ska show. There's a new band called uh, 1335. This is going to be their first show, ska band, ska punk band. Uh, by a guy. They, they've been in other bands before, but this is their new project. So um, that's going to be really cool. And then um, there is there was, I should say, the Strikingly Originals, like winding that project down. Um, but uh there's still a bunch of music out you can find if you're into sort of uh more uh modern-ish punk kind of stuff um there is my solo project new old man you can find that at band geek uh, band camp rather uh new old man and then a band that i'm in called the downwinders who is in the midst of recording some stuff um, but we do have some social media i think we're on instagram and stuff if you want to know what that is all about and I think is am I missing any? Oh, I do have another podcast that is a an uh, martial art podcast called Aikido Discuss, where we talk about mostly Aikido but other martial art uh, things. And that is a weekly podcast, and that can be found wherever you know wherever you find podcasts. Yeah, same place. You're, you you found this one. You can find that one. Yep, that is correct. Uh, okay, Mike. What uh, about you? Speaking what of you other podcasts. Going? There is oh, okay. the Perfect Pour, Beer Perfect Geek pour. Show. Every Friday, we have a new episode uh, with Nick and Matt. We are uh, three, oh, we're all Fresnans, so we uh, talk about Fresno's beer scene along with just a, a nas- the national world drinking, beer drinking scene, craft beer scene. World beer drinking scene. Yeah, okay. Man. And we have a lot of fun with that, so if you're into beer or just drinking and hanging out at all then uh it, that's a show for you to check out and okay, also the um get off my podcast harrison ford show i do with trent we uh we're sort of eh, kind of monthly uh we don't have a set uh schedule it's just kind of when when necessary we'll we'll do it so Harrison Harrison is still filming <laughs> Indiana Jones five right okay. now. So and uh looking good. Go he gets spotted around town all the time, wherever they're filming at. And he's goes out and goes to the grocery store and goes to the uh, coffee and donuts and stuff and how, how how old is that guy now? He's uh he's up there. He's in his uh upper seventies, seventy eight, I think he is. Man. That might be wrong. I always forget, okay. but because okay. he's he's similar age to my dad, so I always kind of get them. Mixed you up. always like he's my dad. That's my dad. Here's some Ford's my dad. Um. So yeah, he's he's all right. He's. I think it's gonna be cool. I think Indiana Jones Five looks. Everything looks like it's gonna be cool okay. with it. So okay, very cool. We're uh, excited about that, and uh, also I have a blog, the Fresnan, uh, the Fresnan, the dot com, an OG blog, OG blog, Hall of Famer, Hall of Fame blog. There's a blogging Hall of Fame. Well, now come on, come on now. <laughs> I mean, 
So look, if there were second a or third ballot, fame, if there were a Fresno blogging Hall of Fame, uh-huh. there's kind of no vote. way that you couldn't be in it. <laughs> you know, like yeah, when you like, have like three, they're like, mm, I don't know. The Fresno, when you are like eighty percent of the local blogs <laughs> uh, around, yeah. yeah. Yeah, blogs aren't the hottest thing right now. So, yeah. Yeah. But I got it. It's there. Yeah. And I also have another blog. That's, you know, my Fresno-related thoughts and feelings and my beer-related thoughts and feelings go on MikeyTopPour.com. That's another blog that everyone ignores. Say that again. (laughs) MikeyTopPour.com. MikeyTopPour.com. (laughs) and there's a related newsletter with that called drinkingandthinking.substack.com and then I do have a Fresno related newsletter uh, called fresnofresno.substack.com so there's those are the things very good the Fresno on social media and Joshua Teehee on social media yeah you can find me if you need to uh and uh, you can always tweet at us once all these get posted mm-hmm. uh, with any of your uh, thoughts about stuff that we've talked about. Um, we don't get like a huge amount of interaction, but sometimes we get a, a little bit. And, it, yeah. and it's nice. You know, mm-hmm. it's nice. Um, and those people who do interact, you know who you are. And we appreciate you know it. it. We see um, it. We see you. So, yeah. All right, if that's it, then I'm going to go ahead and uh, count us out with a five, four, three, two. Boom!